0: Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scriptural readings for today. Our readings for today are from Friday of the first week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Let us be on guard while the promise of entering into his rest remains, that none of you seem to have failed. For in fact, we have received the good news just as our ancestors did. But the word that they heard did not profit them, for they were not united in faith with those who listened. For we who believed enter into that rest, just as he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. And yet his works were accomplished at the foundation of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day in this manner, And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again, in the previously mentioned place, they shall not enter into my rest. Therefore, let us strive to enter into that rest, so that no one may fall after the same example of disobedience. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, do not forget the works of the Lord. Do not forget the works of the Lord. What we have heard and know, and what our fathers have declared to us, We will declare to the generation to come the glorious deeds of the Lord and his strength. Do not forget the works of the Lord. That they too may rise and declare to their sons that they should put their hope in God and not forget the deeds of God, but keep his commands. Do not forget the works of the Lord. And not be like their fathers, a generation wayward and rebellious, a generation that kept not its heart steadfast nor its spirit faithful toward God. Do not forget the works of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four men. Unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic Was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to him, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why does this man speak that way? He is blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves, so he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, pick up your mat, and walk? but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, rise, pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The people of Israel believed in a physical connection between sin and illness. If you were afflicted with a debilitating disease, it was the result of your personal sin. You could say, then, that sin was crippling. We don't believe that today, but maybe we should, based on the lesson of today's gospel. The scribes accused Jesus of blasphemy because he presumed to forgive the sins of the paralytic, authority reserved to God himself. Put aside for a moment that Jesus is God. At that point, early in his ministry, no one would have dared to say that. Jesus didn't tell the man he was forgiven to prove his divinity. Rather, he did it to remove the crippling effect his sins had on his life. In letting the man know he was forgiven, he removed a huge weight from him and so he could walk again. If only the scribes had been generous enough to do the same. Perhaps they could have cured the man if they assured him of God's mercy. Instead, they pitied the man and judged him for his sin. Sin, and the guilt that results from it, is crippling. It affects us physically, emotionally, and spiritually. It is dangerous to our health. It is true that only God definitively can forgive sin, but it is also true that in our pride we can withhold forgiveness from others, which is just as blasphemous in that it presumes a a power to judge that is not ours to claim. Jesus came to relieve those whose burdens were too heavy to carry, and we are his disciples. If we take that seriously, then forgiveness must be a part of who we are, so that those who are crippled by their sin can walk again. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.